Welcome to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. This is the place where you'll hear kids ministry experts dive deep into practical and inspirational topics to help make you the best kids ministry leader or volunteer you can be. On today's episode, Bill Emiot and VBS specialist Malita Thomas dive deep into why VBS is worth doing for any kids ministry. So grab a cup of coffee and here's Bill Emiot. Welcome to Kids Ministry 101, the podcast. My name's Bill. We're here today with Melita Thomas. I am so very excited to have Melita in the podcast studio with us today. She is one of my favorite people <laughs> on a variety of different levels. She's a very good friend, but one of the things that I really like about Melita is that she knows her stuff. She doesn't put stuff out there that's not well thought through, well well considered, well researched, and I like that about Melita because when I get information from Melita, I know that I can trust it. And so we wanted to invite Melita in today to talk with us about Vacation Bible School. Melita serves here at Lifeway as a kids ministry specialist with her emphasis is Vacation Bible School. And I can't think of a better person to talk to us about Vacation Bible School than Melita. Welcome, Melita. Thank you, Bill. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Good, good. I want us to talk about why Vacation Bible School. Um, I've heard this ugly rumor out there that there are people who may be walking away from Vacation Bible School in kids' ministry. I don't know why <gasps> they would do such a thing. Gasp. I, I don't know. I think that different things cause us to do things um, so we're going to talk this today in, on our podcast about Vacation Bible School and the why behind Vacation Bible School. I know Vacation Bible School has a really long history. It's not something that just came about in the last five or six years. What What do you know about that? <laughs> no, you're right. It's It's been around a long time, I think, in one iteration or another since 1898. Wow. So this is, you know, 120 years strong. So I think it's pretty remarkable that... You know, most of the time, kids' ministry is marked by things that are, you know, the cutest, the latest, the greatest. It's it's these trendy little fads, and we we try something for a little bit, and then we hop over to something else, and we try that a little bit, and then we're going to hop over to something else. And so, to me, it's remarkable to have something with the kind of staying power of Vacation Bible School. You know, it's been around 120 years, and yet it's not irrelevant. Uh, to me, uh, having something with that kind of history doesn't, uh, I don't look at it as something irrelevant or outdated, but the opposite. I see this as something that's incredibly stable and as something that is deeply ingrained, not just in the culture of our churches, but also in our culture at large. I think the longevity of Vacation Bible School helps to prove its dependability. Oh, absolutely. Ministry, not just a program, but a ministry of our church. I read somewhere recently a statistic of how many um, adult American adults uh, actually attended VBS growing mm -hmm. up. I, yeah. I was astonished. Yeah, it's it's actually sixty percent. Wow, which is staggering to me. That's you know not just uh, we're not just talking about evangelicals or or Baptists or sixty percent of churchgoers, but sixty percent of all American adults. That's pretty incredible. It really is. Fortune five hundred companies would die for brand recognition. Oh, like oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. 
I doubt that 60% of American adults went to kindergarten. I mean, so <laughs> it's, to think that, it's pretty true. So, you know, not only do they have brand recognition, though, um, that statistic went on to talk about how much they enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. 90% of the people who attended VBS have positive memories of it. And in fact, 81% of those people said, not only did I love going, but it was actually a childhood highlight. That's incredible. It really is. So you've got all this, this these great feelings here. Um, and, and people want, now that these kids have grown up going to VBS, now they're parents, and they want those same kinds of experiences for their children as well. Uh, Even among people who never went to VBS as a child, 61% of that group says, I have an overwhelmingly positive view of VBS. So there's just not a negative perception out there. Uh, It's something that I think really says, okay, it's part of who we are. It's part of our shared culture. And it's something that we're looking for. And we don't have to sell anybody on the benefits, which I I think is great. I do too. I I really do. Um, We... I'm, I'm, the book I read was a book that you were very involved in, mm-hmm. in in helping write here at Lifeway called It's Worth It. And so that's where a lot of my my statistics and your statistics are coming from is this research that was done, this legitimate research, mm-hmm. not we just called somebody and found out what they thought, but this <laughs> legitimate research done by Lifeway Research that helped us know some of these things. Another one of those statistics that I think our listeners need to hear is how many parents would encourage their kids to go to VBS if simply asked by a friend. Oh, yeah. This is perhaps the most staggering, eye-opening kind of statistic to me when it when we found out from our research that 69% of American parents said, I would encourage my child to attend VBS at a church that I don't go to wow. if my child was invited by a friend. And it's staggering because it's, again, it's not evangelicals or it's not Christians, it's not church-going parents, but it's Muslims and and Mormons and wow. Buddhists and agnostics and all of our, all of American parents said I would actively encourage not just say I'm gonna be nice and polite and say we'll think about it, but actively encourage their child to come if invited by a friend. Right. That personal invitation is so critically important. I think we've forgotten about that. Yes, I think so, too. And I think that one of the reasons why people may be considering not doing VBS is because it's not um, it's it's started to decline. Maybe their attendance has declined. And I would say really quick, I'm not a statistician and I'm not a mathematician, but I would say really (laughs) quick, if you want to grow your VBS then get your people asking Absolutely. their friends to come. Absolutely. So if you are running 100 in your VBS and you want to grow it to 170, then all you have to do is ask mm-hmm. because statistically 70% of the people you ask will say yes. So if 100, 100 people ask 100 people to come, then in my mind at least, mm-hmm. <laughs> statistically you'll have 170 folks this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. And I just don't know why we don't hear that. <laughs> yeah, typically I think we've we've gotten maybe a little lazy or maybe a little more dependent on technology. Yeah. And so we we tend to put it out on the church website. We think if we put website. a share square out then we've done the Absolutely. Invite. Yeah, that's inviting check that one off the list and that just really is not true. And uh, it's that, not it's not that we don't want to do share squares or whatever invitations, email invitations. Right. But it the statistic is about a personal invitation. Right. 
And so we've got to figure out how to not get lazy mm-hmm. about about that. I think that's that's so interesting. Um, the other thing that I read and remember being very intrigued by is how many churches use VBS as their primary outreach tool to boys and girls, um, or maybe I would probably say it's not just to boys and girls, but their primary outreach tool, period. The largest outreach tool is VBS. Yeah, it is. 78% of churches, in fact, use VBS as their number one evangelistic tool of the entire year. Wow. And at at least in one particular uh, evangelical denomination, VBS alone accounts for 25% of the baptisms that are reported by that denomination, by a church in the given year. So 25%, one quarter of all baptisms that happen that year are a direct result of the five days spent in VBS. I mean, I don't know of any other um, any other program that we do in our church, or ministry, if you will, in our church that has that kind of return on investment. I don't either. <laughs> and it makes me wonder if we took that out of the equation, if you've got one week out of 52 that it has that kind of impact, if that is gone, what? are you going to have to do to replace that? Is it going to take two things, three things, 15 things in order right. to accomplish the same the same kinds of numbers? And so to me, VBS is incredibly important. It's that one week of focused time where your entire church body is on the same page, working toward the same goal. Everybody's got a role to play. And I think that's why it's so incredibly effective. Hey everybody, it's Michael, the Kids Ministry 101 podcast producer, and I wanted to let you know of a special offer for LifeWay's In the Wild VBS, only available on LifeWay.com. LifeWay Kids is offering free shipping on LifeWay VBS orders of $50 or more when you purchase online at LifeWay.com. Let's zoom in, focus on Jesus, and easily order all of your VBS resources 24-7 on LifeWay.com. Now back to the conversation with Bill and Melita. So it's definitely an evangelical um, uh, ministry in our churches. I think that that we recognize that this is an opportunity to share the gospel on a variety of different levels, um, depending on where a child or an adult is. But it's a it's a great outreach tool uh, to share the gospel. But it's also a discipleship tool. Um, I know that I've heard you talk about this idea of 15 hours versus seven months. What 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 do you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so our latest research is is showing us that you know times they are a changing, right, Bill? I'm sure your experience is much like mine in that when we were growing up, we were at church all the time, all the and time. not just us, but everybody we knew. One of my favorite things is, uh, and it's not unique to me, I've heard it from somebody else and I've stolen it, that growing up I had a drug problem. Oh, yes. Yes, I was drugged to church every time the doors were open. (laughs) And just so you know, I'm very thankful. Yeah, absolutely. So we grew up with that, you know, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, we're there multiple hours each time, you know, three times a week. But uh, families are just not getting that anymore. And so uh, it has been said that a typical, regular church-going family may actually only be at church one to two times a month. Wow. And uh, if you look at the structures that we have uh, for our programming now, that may actually only equal one or 
two hours a week that a child is getting of religious instruction, you know, uh, the, the discipleship-making process. Uh, and that's, that's kind of staggering to think about. Oh, I've got one to two weeks, or excuse me, one to two hours a month ordinarily for Sunday school, for worship, for missions education, for fill-in-the-blank, whatever is happening that week. But during VBS, a traditional VBS is five days in a row, three hours a day. That's 15 hours. You know, it might take a small group leader seven months to get that same 15 hours with a child. Wow. And so again, VBS becomes this incredibly important time, not just for uh, relationship building. I think our kids are hungry for that, for some real life, some face time with real live adults who are pouring into them and a real experience and reading from a real Bible about a real God who really loves them. I mean, that that's valuable, but it's also incredibly valuable in terms of this summer intensive where we're packing it all in to five consecutive days. We've got something to build on because they're not, it's not going to be three, four weeks before we see this child again. Right. It's certainly, um, you know, VBS is where kids who are already Christians are affirming their faith. That's discipleship. Absolutely. Um, it's an opportunity to review the plan of salvation and become equipped themselves to share the plan of salvation with their friends, to become, become on mission themselves. That's discipleship. Um, the Bible is the key component mm-hmm. of vacation Bible school. I've often said, with, if it's, if you take out the Bible, it's just vacation school, and who wants to do that? Exactly. <laughs> so the Bible, that's discipleship. It's Bible, Bible skills are taught during vacation Bible school. We help boys and girls understand the Bible. It has two testaments and 10 divisions and 66 books. That's discipleship. Bible reading is encouraged. That's discipleship. Leading and mentoring and training new leaders. That's discipleship. Christian adults are mentoring kids. That's discipleship. So it's not just evangelism. It's discipleship. No, and, and even just in... Uh, teaching and sharing the gospel and helping kids know more about Jesus. I mean, that's discipleship. It is. And I can't tell you, you know, I I need to hear the gospel every single day. Yeah. And so for a, a child to have the opportunity for us to share that in a in a strategic, intentional way over and over again, even for the kid who became a Christian early on, it's important to still hear that. That's part of discipleship is is continually realizing who I am in relation to who God is and having that right perspective uh, and being able to, to, to reaffirm a commitment that was made and saying, God, everything I know about me, I give to everything I know about you mm. every day. That's so important. And so to just discount VBS as a tool for sharing the gospel and nothing more, I think is really selling it short. Right, I do too. Um, so I think we agree, you and I agree, <laughs> it is definitely discipleship. It is definitely evangelical. But I know churches who are saying, um, but all of our kids are already, it's just our kids, you know, it's just our kids and we can use this time and effort and energy and perhaps even use our um 
uh, money to just do some other different thing. Is it true that all the kids who come to Vacation Bible School are your kids from your church? No, though that is a common mis- misconception. Yes. <laughs> either either there are kids or it's just our grandkids who come, right. depending on the makeup of the church. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's actually is is funny, and we've seen this in our own churches. When you, uh, whatever you normally run with your weekly programming, you're going to double that for VBS. Mm. So if Um, I'm running 50 kids in in Bible study on Sunday morning, you better plan for a hundred. Plan for a hundred. Absolutely, good word. It is, and so you know, people again. I think it's because the community at large knows what VBS is. There's more than I think it's 61 percent of people who don't attend a church anywhere know of at least one VBS that's happening near them in their own community. So there's a there's a big awareness about it, and people want to come. And again, if we just invite them, then they practically beat the doors down to get in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fun and it's free childcare and it's all these great things. And why not? And then yeah. we have the opportunity, again, when we're intentional, it doesn't just happen on its own. Right. But to seize on that, to have an opportunity to pour into kids, to show them how much God loves them, to share the gospel with them, to disciple them, to help be part of the process of them becoming a godly man or a godly woman. It's incredible. Right. Melita, there are a lot of different VBSs out there. Sure. Not just Lifeway, but um, Frank, uh, personally, I think Lifeway's the best. Absolutely. <laughs> As do I. As do you. Um, <laughs> customizable. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we think this idea of VBS, we can't do it because we don't have enough workers or we don't have enough money or we whatever. Isn't it true or is it true, I should ask, that VBS can be customizable? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, VBS is, is really just uh, uh, it's resources. And what you do with those resources allows you to, to make it exactly what fits your DNA, your philosophy, your community. Uh, you can have it be longer or shorter. You can have it be a week. It could be two weeks. It could be really anything you wanted it to be. You just have to know how to, to put the pieces together correctly. I, I this is true of every publisher, uh, but I think especially of Lifeway. If you look at a VBS catalog, there is a whole bunch of stuff in right. there. And uh, I love the analogy that's in the book, It's Worth It, that mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier, uh, that curriculum is like a grocery store. Yes. And so there's a bunch of stuff that's there. And when I go to the grocery store with my list, there are going to be things on the shelf that are not on my list. Right. And there are going to be things that I have never even heard of. <laughs> and I can't imagine how anybody could use that for any purpose. And yet they wouldn't carry it if there wasn't somebody who didn't have it on their list. Right. Right. And so when we just like going to the store, you have a list, I have a list. They're very different based on what our individual needs are, but we're able to pick and choose what we need and what works for us. Same thing with curriculum. You go at it and you you know what uh, my core objectives are. What am I trying to accomplish? And then what's going to help me accomplish that goal? Uh, and so I, I need to pick good quality curriculum. I need to pick one that matches my, uh, my doctrine, theology of my church. I need to uh, pick one that matches the philosophy of how I think children should be educated. And then there are some core pieces that I'm going to need. I need something for my leaders to teach 
from to make it easy on them. I need something that's going to help connect with a child or something that's going to end up going home and connecting with a parent and with the whole family. And so I pick and choose the things that are critically important. And then the rest is just icing on the cake. Right. I get to choose what works for me. And I think that's that's a pretty powerful or empowering position to be in. As you know your church best, you know what works and you know what you're looking for. So you get to be in the driver's seat. Yes. And I, that's why I love a good curriculum. Yeah, it's important. It is. Um, it's customizable. It's outreach. It's discipleship. It's evangelical. I think we can put it, wrap it all up in three words. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Melita, as we close out our time together today, I know that you have the um, privilege of stewarding some VBS statistics, at least statistics that are reported to us. Yes. Um, and right now we are still closing the books on 2018, mm-hmm. and, and, but we do have statistics from 2017. And as we're finishing up here, I think that those statistics are, are compelling. I think those statistics um, encourage me to, to be reminded of why I do VBS. So share a couple of those statistics as uh, we finish out today. I would love to. You know, the, thinking back to 120-something years ago when Virginia Hawes started that VBS in a beer parlor yes, in the Upper did. East Side of New York, and she had, by her second year, 114 kids who attended, and that number has grown to 2.5 million who attended last summer, which is absolutely staggering. (laughs) So 2.5 million, uh, 21,376 churches reported back to us that they conducted a VBS to reach those 2.5 million kids. They identified uh, about 161,000 prospects or people who are not connected to any church at all, uh, but who were connected to a church through VBS. Uh, There were 835 kids who made the decision to follow God's leadership in their life toward a a future vocation, to be church staff members, to be a pastor, to become a missionary. You know, God is using VBS to change the future, and he's already touching people's lives. hearts and their minds and, and changing their lives. And so we get to celebrate that. But perhaps the most important statistic to me is that there were 65,301 professions of faith made as a direct result of VBS. And those are just the ones that we know about. Mm-hmm. And to me, uh, looking back uh, on the last year, you know, it would be worth doing VBS to me if there was only one person mm-hmm who became a Christian as a result. Just one. I still think it's worth it, but because of who God is, being a a good and gracious God of abundance, he just continues to pour blessing on top of blessing. And so we get to celebrate what he's doing and look at this number and say, that's not because of us. That's not anything we did. That's all about the Holy Spirit at work. That's incredible. I, I love the truth of those statistics. You know, if we stop using VBS as a tool for evangelism and discipleship, what are we going to replace it with? I, I don't know what what there is that has these kind of results. 
I think we we can sum this whole thing up by saying VBS is not a program that needs to be saved. VBS is a ministry tool with an incredible future. Absolutely. And it's so worth it. Thank you, Melita, for Absolutely. joining us today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I hope this has been helpful to you. We look forward to the next opportunity that you'll be with us here in the podcast studio. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can find out more about LifeWay BBS at lifeway.com slash BBS. You can also find more Kids Ministry resources, podcast, blog post at kidsministry101.com. We'll see you back here next week on the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.